Listener Production. What led all the optimism in our market today? And what impact did the earnings result from Meta Platforms have on our market today? Good afternoon. It's Thursday, the 27th of July. Welcome to the Comsec Market Update. Well, Craig, thank you for joining us on the potty once again. I love when you're on here. Well, I like it too when the share market rises too. Yeah. We're getting so close to record highs. So yes, being here on a positive day is always... <laughs> we'll make sure you're only on when we're on a winning streak <laughs> or we have a good day. So as you alluded to, we are tracking close to all-time highs. We're just over 2% away, right? Yeah, around about 22 2.3%. 2.3, so yeah. Certainly, yes, they're not far away at all. Exactly. And it's very exciting. So the last time we're at those sorts of levels was the beginning of February this year. Of course, we did have a good start to the year on the share market. But just looking at today, we hit a fresh five and a half month high as well. We ended 54 points, a 0.71% higher to 7,456, our third straight day of gains. Yeah, the All Ordinaries was up around about seven-tenths of 1% also, 55 points. And uh, what we had was nine out of the 11 industry sectors uh, were higher. Energy didn't do so well. It was down by half of 1% and the materials or mining sector mm. down by 1%. But consumer discretionary up in the order of 2.1%, technology up in the order of 2.2%. So the growth areas of the share market that led the game. Yeah, well, tech and real estate really were the standouts today, up 2% and 3.5% respectively, as you mentioned there. And resource stocks were the ones that were under quite a lot of pressure because of those updates that we've been getting from a lot of the miners and energy stocks as well. So that really dragged on the market. We had some of the biggest players releasing results today, and that was a major drag. So BHP, Fortescue and Rio, we'll get into that a little bit later. Of course, the financial sector did pretty well as well, despite bad news from Macquarie, which again, we'll get to in a moment. But just going back to last night, of course, we had the US Federal Reserve handing down its interest rate decision. We got a 25 basis point rate hike as expected. But what we're really focusing on was the commentary from the US Fed Chair Jerome Powell and what he says about what's ahead for interest rates. Yeah, the US Federal Reserve Chair basically is saying we're data dependent now. Now it's a case of let's have a look at the indicators as they come out. Let's take them one by one. Let's look at things like the payroll figures, which comes out uh, Friday week. Let's have a look at the consumer price index and the personal consumption expenditure deflator. Yes, another (laughs) measure of uh, prices as well. There's a lot of analysts now saying that the US Federal Reserve won't lift the interest rates again. But in this sort of current environment that we're in, It is certainly not a case of saying we've beaten inflation until we actually get there. Exactly right. We're we're still seeing those high inflation numbers. Although they are coming down, they're still not towards that target range. And of course, I'm just looking here at what we're expecting for the next meeting, which will actually be in September for the US Federal Reserve. Currently just about a 20% chance of a small rate hike. But again, it's all data dependent, so we can't really price anything in this early. We'll need to see what comes out of that data. So definitely no certainty around what lays ahead for interest rates out of the US. But we also got some earnings. We got Meta Earnings, the parent company of Facebook and Instagram, right after the market closed this morning. And it really shot the lights out. Yeah, Meta Platforms, otherwise known as Facebook, up in the order of 6.8% in after hours trade. So they came out with their earnings result after the market closed provided positive assessment, and that's certainly what the assessment was by investors. We had Alphabet shares also, otherwise known as Google, 
are coming out with their results are basically flat in after hours trade. But that provided a bit of a boost for our market. Certainly, we're on the ascendancy through early trade. We held on to most of the gains through the session. Yeah, exactly right. As soon as we opened, we were up only marginally and we just tracked a little bit higher and higher as the session went on today. We'll look at some of the best and worst performers of the day. First of all, we had Megaport as today's top performer. So this is a tech company. It hit a 52-week high following a solid quarterly update. It reached positive net cash flow for the first time. And they also said that FY24 guidance will be above expectations. So in the detail, we saw cash flow sitting at 2.3 million from a negative figure in previous occasions. And as for the forward guidance, we'll find out more on the 22nd of August when they release their full year results. Fortescue was another one today, Craig. Yes, Fortescue has said that it shipped 192 million tonnes in iron ore over the last financial year, and that's the top end of its guidance, and it's up 2% over the year. Now, the costs in terms of production for Fortescue, $17.57 US per tonne. Now, think about the price of iron ore. It's $117 US per tonne, or thereabouts. So, yeah, they're doing okay at the moment. They estimate for the current year that we're in that there will be a production in the order of 192 to 197 million tonnes. Costs may be a little bit higher between US $18 and $19 a tonne. Yeah, it was a little bit surprising there because we did see quite a solid result from Fortescue, but mm. it shares down around 3.5%. Mm. Yep. Rio was another one. They, of course, released their results yesterday after the market shut. Overall, it was pretty underwhelming. So its profits were quite disappointing. They were down 34% on the back of weaker commodity prices. And overall, everything that we saw was not great, was it? No, no, indeed. Let's uh, turn to Alcom, uh, the giant lithium producer. It's produced record annual production, the Oleros facility in Argentina. Uh, Certainly better than expected output there. A bit over 5,000 tonnes up 47% on the previous year and just over 16,700 tonnes produced over the the financial year. In terms of the Mount Catlin mine in Western Australia, spotter mine concentrate, gain of 58,000 or a bit over that in terms of the latest quarter and uh, almost 131,000 tonnes over the year. So certainly, yes, Alcom doing okay, but again, its share price down by around about 3%. There were plenty of resource stocks reporting today. We'll just touch on a couple of others. We had Sandfire Resources. That was the third best. It was up 9% after annual copper production came in ahead of guidance. In its FY24 guidance, the company expects another big jump in production. So that's why we saw the jump in its share price today. Regis Resources, on the other hand, was the worst performer after its June quarter results. The WA-based miner hit production guidelines but reported a big jump in costs. And unfortunately, management doesn't expect it costs to reduce in the next financial year either for seeing further increases in costs. So that's why we saw its share price falling quite significantly today. Let's look at the Australian Agricultural Company. This is the largest listed beef producer on the Australian share market and an interesting one today. Uh, It's had uh, its uh, annual general meeting and what they announced is that they've had to engage some lawyers. Now, One of the largest shareholders in Australian agricultural company, Tavistock's Investment, uh, Joe Lewis, which heads that, he's been taken to court by 
the New York Southern District Attorney, he's alleged that Joe Lewis has shared non-public information of several firms, including an Australian agricultural company. Those are the things that you shouldn't be doing. And No, um, absolutely not. So, You're um, not, not wanting to be doing any sort of insider trading, letting people know things ahead of the market. That's what you get in the bad books for. So you, the company, Australian Agricultural Company, just engaging you know, some lawyers just to uh, see yes, where they stand in terms of that. Uh, they also came out with some statements on the market. Cattle prices down 40% from, from the highs. Uh, according to the company, they will not recover in the near term. There's a, a degree of price pressures happening at the moment. One is the U.S. herd liquidation. The herd is at 52-year lows, so more supply coming onto the market. It's all about supply and demand determining price. That's the only thing that works in economics. You know, there's a lot more supply out there, not enough to demand, downward pressure on prices, and uh, that increased supply into the market uh, is not going to end anytime soon. So Australian Agricultural Company, despite all that, was up in the order 1%. And let's finish off with Macquarie Bank came out with their quarterly update and um, they, they do indicate you know, so the tougher environment uh, that they're in at the moment. The Banking and Financial Services uh, Division, as well as Macquarie Asset Management, the activity is substantially down on a year ago and clearly you know, so that's putting you know, so significant pressure on the company. Macquarie Bank, the group surplus was $10.8 billion at the 30th of June. That's down from $12.6 billion in March. If we look at the banking and financial services section, deposits in the June quarter were down 1% from the previous quarter, but loans up by 2%. Bit of a a disparity in terms of the the loans, though. Uh, Car loans are down in the order of 8%, but business banking loans are up in the order of 8%. So, Tougher times there, share price down by around about 4.5%. Yeah, exactly right. And what investors really held on to was it citing weaker trading conditions. The term substantially down definitely Mm. didn't bode too well with investors and and the results missed expectations and were softer than expected. So that was a major weight in the financial sector today. But of course, the major banks were enough to lift the financial sector 0.8 of 1% despite Macquarie Bank dragging it down in terms of index points, almost 10 index points, which is quite a lot. Yes, substantial drain on the market, yes. Exactly right. So looking ahead to tonight, it's another busy night. Of course, we had the US Federal Reserve handing down its interest rate decision last night. Tonight, the European Central Bank. Yes, widely expected to lift interest rates. So we're in an environment where Europe and also perhaps the Bank of England next week will continue to lift interest rates. Uh, some, like we've been discussing, U.S. Federal Reserve, they're getting pretty close to the top. The discussion point is whether the mm. Australian Reserve Bank is also substantially near the, the top in, in terms of lifting cash rates. We did have some data out today on prices, export prices down 8.5% in the quarter and down 11.2% in the year. That's the biggest quarterly fall we've seen in export prices in 14 years. Coal prices down by almost 21%. Gas, natural gas prices down around about the same order of magnitude. Iron ore prices down 6%. On the other side of the equation, import prices also down in the order of 8 tenths or 1%. So those economists and analysts that are expecting the Australian Reserve Bank to stay on the interest rate sideline, certainly these figures worked in the line with their argument today. We saw, as I said, export and import prices sharply lower. Of course. And there's there's always difference of opinion in, in terms of what we're expecting 
for the next rate hike. At the moment, when we're looking at Bloomberg, there's about a 13% chance of a small rate hike in next week's meeting. But CBA's view? Well, at the moment, the, the Commonwealth Bank Group believes that the Reserve Bank will lift interest rates one last time uh, next Tuesday, take out a bit more insurance on the outlook. Although we do have the small matter of retail spending figures tomorrow. which are coming out tomorrow. Now, a flat result is expected by the market, but you could just imagine you know, sort of if spending increases by 1% or decreases mm. by 1%, what the impact is going to be in terms of those interest rate expectations. Exactly right. So all be very important things to watch. And of course, as we've mentioned, it's in the detail or in the comments of what the central bankers are saying. We're looking ahead now. Are we nearing the end of interest rates? This is what we're really wanting to know more so than the actual interest rate decision, which was very different to what we've seen in in prior months as well. In terms of US reporting season, that will continue. We'll have Amazon, McDonald's, MasterCard, Intel and Ford all making their announcements in terms of reporting. And the market will have a chance to respond to Meta's results as well. They, they will. And if anything's to go by in terms of the Australian market and the Asian session today, the US share market should get off to a positive start later tonight. But um, we, we've had 13 straight gains for the US Dow Jones. This is the longest winning streak since 1987. Massive. In its history, it has never seen anything more than 13 straight increases. So that's the key one to be watching tonight also. Plenty to keep us busy tonight. So we'll leave you with all of that to digest. Craig, once again, thanks for being on the podcast. You'll be back here tomorrow though. I am. Yeah, there there you go. Thank you very much for asking me. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for joining us. We always love your insights as our chief economist. And to our listeners, have a lovely night and we'll catch you back here tomorrow. Bye-bye. This podcast is prepared, approved and distributed in Australia by Commonwealth Securities Limited, ABN 60067254399, AFSL 238814. The information does not take into consideration your objectives, financial situation or needs. Consider the appropriateness of the information before acting and if necessary, seek appropriate professional advice. Listener.